What up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Stargaze Cowboys Podcast. This episode, we are going to be talking about the Cowboys versus the Patriots, offense, defense, what we see. And of course, as always, I am joined by my guy, Big Game James. What's going on, man? What's up, dog? I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I talked about this two weeks ago. I said Cowboys was going to come in. I don't feel like shocking the world, but I feel like they're going to come in and handle their business. Hopefully, I'm right. And we're going to talk about a few things that maybe we see, some matchups that's kind of going on. And, uh, you know, trying to Cowboys get this dub because it's going to be a big win and a signature win for this year. I hear that? Kind of statement for uh, people to sh- kind of shut up for at least a few weeks. He coming out swinging early in the show. He's, he said, we ain't waiting to the end. We winning. <laughs> we're I mean, beating the Patriots. I mean, we're yeah, going we to beating Fox, the, I'm sorry, but we beating the Patriots. You 20, know what I'm saying? Where, where they've won 20 straight, 20 straight games. And they beat us forever. Huh? Bobby right. Belt, uh, he got a stat. He said if the Cowboys win, it'd be the only win on anybody on this roster against the Patriots. Wow, that's that's wild. That's wild. You feel me? Because they've been beating our heads in for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up. So, I mean, we about do, and I'm just kind of tired of it. And I hope the Cowboys are kind of tired of it. I'm tired of the talking. Just go in there and whoop their heads. Well, it would be a signature win. So let's kind of get into what you know how to get that win. You know, what, what we need to do, uh, what matchups we see, what we've seen on tape. Now, this is usually our tail of the tape episode. Each week we'll go and we'll look at, we'll study the team we're playing. Um, there's really no better team to study than the Patriots because you've got a guy like Bill Belichick who is a mastermind, right? And let's give props to Josh McDaniels, too. I know their offense is not the greatest, but, I mean, to do what he's done with the New England for you know, a decade or so, I mean, you got to be all right, right? You got to be decent. He's definitely all right. I mean, anybody, I mean, look at, look at the Bill Belichick tree. How many coaches have left and actually went to been head coaches in the right. NFL, um, head coaches played in college. Two of them this year, by the way. That's the storyline. Patricia line. and uh, who else? The Dolphins head coach. Dolphins. It's his. Gase. Get, no, no, Not no. Gase. No, um, he's um, a defensive uh, guy. Flores. Yes, Flores. 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 Yeah, two and defensive then, guys. And then even uh, before them, I think we played. Didn't we play somebody else? Uh, I don't know, man. He got so many not, in the company not this that year. tree. Yeah, this year we've played two of them. So I guess you can say we're prepared for the Patriots, right? I don't know about all that. <laughs> I definitely don't know about all that. I mean, uh, we, we, we come out on, on, on some good ends of it. Looks right. like so far two and zero. We definitely like to be three and zero against the mastermind. We smacked around a couple of pupils. Now it's time to go for the head. Facts, and, and let's get the uh, fans informed on what we've seen studying the tape. Now I'm going to attack the offense as usual, and big game James going to attack the defense. He loves defense. He says defense wins championships, right? I mean, that's right. what it is. I mean, and you seen what the there. Patriots. I mean, you seen what the Patriots done on defense. I mean, even last year, it's like they never really have the crazy stars, but they have the players that understand the system. And when well, they get well, let's go right into it. What, what, tell me everything about the Patriots defense that you've seen and, and how maybe they are going to attack Dallas. I mean, I'm going to just tell you what I see in my eyes. Uh, one thing I, I, I listened to a few people, you know, Brian brought us in. One of the things that he said, and I listened to instantly, and I think this was Monday, that he said uh, Travis Frederick and Dak Prescott don't have to be on the same page because they're going to switch up that defense series to series. And I think that's yeah. the key 
for this defense. I mean, they run that 3-4, but they switch to a 4-3. They'll stand up and attack you, look like an a, a, a Omega defense, but they got this four or five linemen just straight standing up. You don't know where anybody's coming because they like to confuse you. Now, Cowboys been doing really good in pass blocking, a little bit to be desired in the run blocking. So what I'm a little bit worried about is they're not, I mean, if you look at the stats right now, across oh, the, the stats board, are ridiculous. I mean, across the board, uh, when you look at the stats, I mean, uh, in the in the league rank yards, uh, Patriots uh, passing defense uh, second, touchdowns first, yards first, first down second, third down percentage first. This is against the sacks third. So they're coming at you, and they got guys who you really wouldn't think that are really getting sacks on the team. I mean, have you ever heard of a dude named Adam Butler? The, is that the DT? Yeah, DT. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what New England does, man. They turn. You feel me? New Bring guys. At Adam Butler, five and a half sacks. Wow, and, he, and that's an interior guy. Interior guy. But if you really look at the way they attack, he gets a lot of pressure, and it's it's crazy because when I watch their games, I, I just got done watching a little bit of the Buffalo game. I watched that Philly game, but in in particular, I watched the Buffalo game because. The games they have won and people have said, yo, they have made all these turnovers. They had 19 interceptions. They were ballyhooed for, you know, stopping offenses. Only teams were only averaging like 9.8 points a game against them. You understand what I'm saying? So everybody was saying this is the, the, the crazy defense. I went and watched that Buffalo game. Josh Allen gave them that game. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying. And even at the end of the game, they still had a chance to win because you were able to drive on them because, honestly, uh, Frank Gore plays for the Buffalo Bills, and he was gashing them up the middle. That and that, there we go. You touched on what I think is the Achilles heel of the Patriots. Now, when you look at the numbers, the total numbers, it looks like they have a good rushing defense, right? But when you look at the teams that they play that can actually run the ball, like the Browns, the Bills, and the Ravens, you saw them have you know, production against that faulty defense, correct? Definitely correct. And see, here's the thing. when you, Even when you watch that Browns game against them, the Browns really shot themselves in the foot with those oh. three quick turnovers. Immediately, back to back to back. Immediately. So they're already in the hole, but they still battled in that game. And Nick Chubb was one of the main reasons. He had over, I think he had 130 yards rushing against them. And he was continually gashing them up the middle, giving them kind of blueprint. You've seen what the Ravens kind of do, and they are a run-first type team regardless, and they are already trying to smash Matthew. But different variations with the run, different variations with the formations, but they still were going up the gut and being physical. You get what I'm saying? And when you've seen those teams go against them, um, as you said, the Ravens, the Cleveland Browns, uh, the Buffalo Bills even had success with them. A lot of teams had success with them up the middle and had 100-yard rushers against them. So it is an Achilles heel because they're not strong up front, but they do get out of the pass. So they got some good linebackers. Jamie Collins has come back in the fold. Remember, he was with the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. He was a high price cut, came back, and he's having a good year this year. They still got Dante Hightower. He's been a mainstay with the defense, and he's kind of like the commander-in-chief kind of of that defense. He has three sacks, 41 uh, tackles, but he's one of those guys that he can play a little bit of coverage, but you have to watch him because he's sneaky on the blitz and they like to come with the blitz. So that's what I'm a little bit worried about, that they come in different variations of the blitz. And as I say, if they see Ezekiel Elliott maybe getting some gashes up the middle, they'll switch up that defense. You know what I'm saying? You won't see that same defense that next series. So the Cowboys have to really beware of that. And then on the outside, they have good corner. They got Gilmore. A move they brought over from the Buffalo Bills. He has a pretty good season. 
Um, Pretty well, good. It's, he's arguably the best cornerback in the National Football League this year. Well, I mean, he spearheads probably the best pass defense I've seen in a very long time. They it, got some guys. They got the the McCourty brothers. Both of them are on the team. Um, that other Devin, corner, what's his name? Um, oh, I cannot remember his name. Number thirty. He's yeah, pretty damn good too. He's. I'm going to just tell you right now, if you got 19 interceptions, you're pretty good. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? You're not going to be a shabby team. But as I said before, some of the interceptions that they give, quarterbacks are playing bad. Sam Darnold gave four interceptions to him. He played a bad game. He was throwing interceptions right to these guys. You get what I'm saying? So you can get props for you having this many interceptions. But if the quarterbacks are giving it right to you, though, dog, um, I mean, it's got to be better quarterback play. You understand what I'm saying? If yeah. you play better sound quarterback play, you can move the ball on this defense. You most, can take it down the field on this defense. I would say what I've seen is most of that, uh, even in the Ravens game, they didn't beat them in the air. I, I haven't seen a team really beat them in the air. Not even just beat them, just do well in the air. Um, and the numbers, like you said, are just crazy across the board. Uh, they're number one in yards per attempt. Uh, they're number one in quarterback completion percentage. They're number one in quarterback rating at 49.2. Um, and they give up uh, five yards uh, per attempt in four, uh, 48, I'm sorry, 49.8, 49.8 uh, quarterback rating. I mean, this is just, a, and they, they allow 10 points per game, 10.8. So basically 11 points per game. The Patriots have scored six touchdowns on defensive special teams. <laughs> I mean, that that's just crazy stuff, man. And, that, and okay, but let's also here's the thing: they they have sound football. They have you everything that you're talking about. And we talked about okay, but let's look at the quarterbacks that play: Daniel Jones, uh, Luke Luke uh, Falk, um, uh, Colt McCoy, uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger early in the year. I mean, you're not playing quarterbacks that are shaking people in the boots. People are not just sitting there thinking like, D, you're playing an all-world. Uh, it's not murderer's row of quarterbacks, no. Josh I, I, Allen. I totally and then you agree. Play, you play Fitzpatrick, who's known to give up uh, interceptions. You've seen they he had two played. interceptions. They had two interceptions that game. Uh, return back for touchdowns against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, against the uh, Miami Dolphins. So, yes, you had opportunistic plays, but when you see quarterbacks that are known to throw a lot of interceptions, it kind of kind of infatuates what you're doing. And then when you've seen they played a good team, not saying other teams they played weren't good, but they were under 500. When they played an above 500 team who said, we're going to do this and stick with it, that's what they did. That's the and run game. I'm speaking on the pass game. I'm talking about, I understand that, but we still have passing threats that can still stretch their defense. I know they got Gilmore. I know they got the McCourty brothers. 30 is Jason McCourty, who you're talking about. They are very good in coverage, but this is a game where Blake Jarwin can shine. Do you, have, a, do you have confidence in Jason Garrett scheming up a, a, a game plan against Bill Belichick ran defense? Because <laughs> that's what it's going to come down to. <laughs> Y'all hear that dead silence? <laughs> because think about it, right? Think about it. What you want me to say, dog? I'm trying to give confidence right here. You talking about doom and gloom. I understand all that. We know who it before. is. We know who's back there. Here, you get what I'm saying? We know how good that defense is in the secondary. But we what... still do have good threats. We still have three good threats, although we're not going to have a full 100% Amari Cooper, we still have guys that can still test that secondary that other teams may not have. I don't had. think we need to be testing them. 
That's my thing. I'm Man, not saying please. go. Don't. All right, keep play with Bill Belichick if you want. Man, hey, what you Belichick, supposed to go up there? Scared of him? No. What you do is you go up there with a game plan. You don't go up there doing the same thing you do every single week. That's what gets. But we. But control. do we believe we're going to do that? I'm just talking. I'm just trying to speak positivity because I have not seen it yet. Here's just, your positivity, bro. Run the ball. That's what I'm trying to get at. We're not physical at the line of scrimmage, though. That's the problem. You think the the Browns have a horrible offensive line? Horrible offensive line. Now, the Ravens, they are physical. But you do this is what you do. Mark Colombo, Jason Garrett, Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott, and Ezekiel Elliott. You get in that room and you tell that offensive line, this is the game. Okay? Throw away all the bull crap we've seen the last few weeks where you've been getting stonewalled at the line of scrimmage and you come out here and you fire your ass off the ball and you open these running lanes because if you do not, you are going to force us to throw the ball 40, 45 times a game. In the rain, probably. Master man, a mastermind on the road, maybe in some rain. We can't have that. As much as I love Dak Prescott, we're, I'm not, I don't want to see him throw the ball 45 times against Bill Belichick who's going to take away your number one guy who's going to funnel you to Jason Witten and, and, and Michael Gallup or or trick you in these, like you said, the Omega defense with five people standing up, with five people down, one up. Like, it's going to be a challenge for Dak because he's never played against this kind of defensive coordinator. And I get it. Our guys play like an MVP. But this, and I've said it all week, this is the type of game you need to have the run game on track so you can control the clock, so you can methodically matriculate the ball downfield, right, and punch it into the end zone. Because it's going to take that kind of game, in my opinion, to thwart this pass defense, which I know they haven't played murderers row, but it's still a damn good defense. It's still a damn good defense, and I, and I get what you're saying with that. Um, Lamar Jackson only had 165 yards passing in that game, yeah. um, but there have been guys that can't throw on them. It's just all the type of game plan that you use, like you said. Um, you definitely have to run the ball, especially when I keep on hearing about these weather conditions that it's probably going to be rainy that day, definitely probably going to be cold, so that behooves you. But once again, if you're playing in that type of game, we can't have silly turnovers. We cannot have yes. the fumbles. We cannot have, uh, you know, balls tipping off people's hands and catch. You, you get what I'm saying? Yes. Those type of yes. mistakes cannot happen on the offensive end. And like I said, you still have to incorporate Tony Pollard in this game somehow, some way. You have to bring him in this game to keep this defense kind of offset. Because right now, you know, already know right now, they're like Ezekiel Elliott ain't doing nothing. You get what I'm saying? They're going to gear their mind into it. You know what? I don't know, oh, Bella, no, no, I'm going to take that back. Bill yeah, Belichick, don't give go. a hell. He'll he'll switch it up every other series. We just talked about it at the what, beginning with Brian Broad is saying that. And that's the truth. He's not – if he sees Ezekiel Elliott doing it, he'll do it for that series. If he shut him down, he sees Dak Prescott hitting Amari Cooper, he's going to switch over and move roll that coverage over to Amari Cooper and try to shut him down. So it's going to be a series-by-series series game. It's got to be a very co good coach game. Uh, by the Cowboys, it has to be it has to be a very good coach game. If you had, and to we guess, have to see. If you had to guess, I'll give you mine too. But if you had to guess, who do you think they take away in this game? Because Bill Belichick came out as he does every week, but he, I think he really meant it this week. I think he he's praised, coming after Dak Prescott. He praised the Cowboys' offense. He said we were really good all around. So you think he is going to gear towards stopping? Well, I mean, Dak's the quarterback, but I mean, like, is he going to gear towards you know thwarting uh, Mari Cooper? Ezekiel uh, Elliott? Is it going to be Jason Witten on third downs? Like, what do you think he's number one thing to shut down here? Because you got to pick one or the other. 
against this team. Coop, Zeke, who you think? It's going to be kind of tough because I could see him doing multiple things. But right now, I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott for the fact that I don't think Cooper's 100%. And I think he can trust his cornerbacks. I think he he trusts his corners. Um, a Gilmore, a McCourty, I think he trusts them enough. Then they play a lot of one-on-one coverage. You get what I'm saying? So they're not really fearful of a lot of teams. They will get up in your face and they will come after you. So I think he's going to start with Ezekiel Elliott and see how that goes. If he sees that we're stunning, they're stunning our line at the very beginning of the game and they're getting them little slants off, then you know what he's going to do. He's going to kind of back off and he's kind of moved over those guys. Uh, if he sees Gallup, that's this is a game where a Gallup can get off or a Randall Cobb uh, can get off underneath. So the, I think the secondary guys really have to be big for the Cowboys. If we're going to use a Blake Jarwin, he has to be big in this game. A Tony Pollard, a Randall Cobb, our secondary guys, because as you said, he's going to try to take away those main yes. people. So those secondary guys are going to have to be big. So when they get the ball, so, not saying so many times, but a lot of times we have seen our Cowboys, when you go to the secondary players, they're not making those plays that they should. And it hurts us when we're trying to win these games. These guys really have to come with the mindset of stepping up and making big plays because they're going to be called on, hopefully, especially with Blake Jarwin. I think he's a guy that really can exploit that defense. I, I just have that feeling he can, especially underneath. Me and you both talked about it. When he gets that hands, his hands on the ball, he has that get-go. He, that you, he has that explosion where he kind of gets up on that defense quickly. And I think he's a guy that can really open up that middle of the offense, and you can see other guys flowing. And screen game, we can really get that off as well. See, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that about, like, Blake Jarwin and Randall Cobb and Tony Pollard. See, in my opinion, coaching and and adjusting by week to week, this is the type of game where you do that. This is the type of game where you say, hey, I know going in they're going to try to take away Zeke. I know they're going to try to take away Gallup or Cooper. Uh, so let's game plan. Let's attack with Tony Pollard. Let's attack with Blake Jarwin down the seams, TP going east and west. Uh, uh, Tavon Austin let's do some different things this is just give me one game Jason Garrett I know this is the hardest game to probably out coach somebody but just give me one game because we how many times have we asked show me that game where we went in and Jason Garrett we came out of it saying you know what god dang it Jason Garrett out coached the hell out of that team I, I don't I haven't seen it so give me just this game can I get this game can I get Tony Pollard get like 12 touches can I get you know a hundred yard game from from uh, Jarwin or some ending arounds with uh, Tony uh, Tony Pollard, Tavon Austin? Give me that game where you got to come in here and out coach the mastermind because you're gonna have to do it to win, in my opinion. You say go here, line up and and beat these guys. You know what we're gonna need? 400 yards from Dak, 150 yards from Zeke, 200 yards from Cooper. You can't keep relying on that every single week because you're gonna get shut down at some point. Yeah. And you're coming against a really a guy like you said who's been there, done that for a very long time. And he's seen this, so you know. Uh, I said we're gonna win this game. I'm gonna have confidence in it. I know we got some talent. I'm using the talent a little bit, maybe more than the coaching. But um, Jason Always Garrett, like you me. said, is gonna have to coach his 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 Watusu, whatever off. Everybody, it's not going to have to just be him. It's going to, have to be Ron Marinelli. It's going to have to be Chris Richard. It's going to have to be Kellen Moore. It's going to, have to be all of them really banding together and putting their brains uh, together to really make this happen. I don't think it's complicated. I don't no. think it's crazily complicated. I think, but if you really come with the game plan of, like you said, a mixture and don't stay the same, don't be stubborn. Um, if you see uh, this run is not kind of working, 
uh, do variations of it. Don't be stubborn and keep on doing it and doing it. And it's like, okay, now you're putting the defense and stressing the defense. And then that's when Tom Brady can start picking us apart. And yeah. then all the wheels just start falling off the game. And that's what we can't have. We have to, we can't get down early against a Bill Belichick team. Yeah. Before we move over to the offensive side of the ball, real quick, some injury news update. Um, Connor Williams was back at practice today. Yes, he was. Running with the first team. So yes. maybe, you know, a little Connor Williams a little bit motivated. The offensive line kind of motivated from these last two games. Get on the road where it's going to be sloppy. And maybe we see this offensive line come out because I'm pretty sure you'll agree and everyone will agree. We need this offensive line to pick it the hell up in the run game. Okay. We got on Zeke yesterday a little bit and rightfully so, but we also understand the play calling and, and the offensive line have to also pick it up to help out the back and um, the quarterback when it comes to this run game. So uh, Connor Williams, he's back. How you feeling about your boy, your Texas boy? I like Connor Williams. Like I said, he hasn't been a bad player. I posted him on my page today and basically said, I don't know why y'all tripping off Connor Williams like he a bad player. He's better than Suofilo. Oh, I had the, the floodgates from the hell come <laughs> out there. Like Suofilo's like – like you it said, rose up like Doug, Undertaker, like Doug DeCastro, like like you coming in, like what, like he, he was dude. not good in against the Detroit game. And I mean, what he's been a backup. He was cut. You know, he was if he was all that, wouldn't he be starting for the Texans? They need offensive linemen. Look at Deshaun Watson. He's getting killed over there. Well, he is getting. Yeah. He getting murdered. Yeah. He's murdered over there. So what do you think if if Siwafilo was so good, they would kept him and have him protecting with Watson, who's their guy? No, they said bye. You know what I'm saying? We don't need you. You know what I'm saying? And he's been okay, but he's a backup. Connor Williams is better, and I am glad Connor Williams is back. You know, like you were talking about, I think last week they gotta maybe get their um their um him and Travis Frederick kind of gotta get on the same page because sometimes yeah. there's lapses. It looks like uh, with uh, you know assignments, and and that has cost the Cowboys. So I think they have to get that together. Um, but I think all in all, the whole front has to be physical. Yeah. We're not seeing maybe that we're, push. We're not, we're, yeah, we're not seeing that, especially that. And maybe it's – nobody wants to say anything about Travis Frederick. I'm not, but he, I've seen him getting pushed around well, a few times. Yeah, it has Yeah, happened. he's – he's has is he the all-pro, bona fide first team all-pro this year? No, no. Uh, but Travis Frederick, he's been good. He's been he's fine. He's been good, but – When you go from 58 – Sacks last year to 11, that has a lot to do with your center. We're not talking about pass blocking. We're talking right. about running. And, right. And our run game has not been good. It's been not. It hasn't been consistent, no. It hasn't been it's good. Not. I mean, and that's concerning, and that has to do with who? All the linemen, right? Yeah, we got to hold them all accountable. And guys out there, I, I know I'm very – I've been harsh on Zeke Elliott this year, and I will continue to be because I think he can be better. But I do understand the offensive line absolutely has to be better as well, uh, starting with with our main guy we're talking about, Travis Frederick. I mean, he has to be I better. Mean, how many times we do those pulls, <laughs> those sweeps, that those guys are getting right through the gap, shooting right through the gaps, and Ezekiel Elliott is having to juke and fight and, you know, do whatever. So, like you said, it's been a combination of both. Everything. It has to it has to be tightened up. I mean, I think it's a basic kind of run scheme where guys, they, they kind of know where they're going already and they just shoot that gap and kind of just penetrate it because they already know our plays and that's it looks like when you see Dallas line up it almost kind of looks like you know where they're going yeah. in the sets I thought about this earlier today um, K 
Kellen Moore, right? Kellen Moore has done wonders like for Kellen the pass Moore, game. He's allowed this pass game to um, kind of just grow, kind of set it free. And it's had a huge effect on Dak, Cooper, Cobb, everyone, right? Jar, even Jarwin's getting involved. Um, but where I think Kellen Moore, it seems like he didn't pay, I don't want to say didn't pay attention, but doesn't really seem to show some differences is the run game. I feel like he just said, all right, we're going to slap what we did the last few years and rock with it. And it kind of looks Linehan-esque, if that makes sense. Whereas the pass game seems a little bit more up to date and our run game seems to be the same exact thing. It's, it, it, and I'm talking about the way we run it, um, when we run it, and the plays. It all seems the same. It seems like he didn't change and, and they're keying on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I, I just said, you know, when you see the Cowboys come to the line of scrimmage, <laughs> it looks like, okay, I know what this play is going. You know what I mean? You know that's a run. And if we're, I'm seeing it from the, the top of the thing, oh, that looks like a run again. Uh, I, I'm sure the defensive coordinators to get paid like three, four million dollars a year to kind of figure that out, <laughs> know it too, and that's why they're getting stoned. And yeah. then next thing you know, um, like you said, we go into the pass mode and uh, go four or five wide and start slinging the ball everywhere, which I ain't been tripping off of it because I like how Dax has been playing, but it can't be something that's one of those things where that has to be every single week where Dak is throwing 40 times Yeah, a you game. can't do it. Yeah. The recipe stakes are going to ba- bound to happen when you yeah. keep throwing that ball. We saw with Romo, he was a beast, but you keep slinging that ball, slinging that ball, slinging that ball. Interceptions of mistakes just bound to happen. Getting sacked, fumbles just bound to happen. You got to have that balance, and you still have one of the top backs in the league in Ezekiel Elliott. And the guys, just like you said, got to go in that locker room, in that meeting room, and say, Hey, it's the Patriots. Let's we go. should understand what we need to do. We need to go in there and be physical. We need to be physical. You saw what the Baltimore Ravens did. They went up in there and said, we're going to be physical. They said, that's what we're going to do. And that's what they did. And you saw the outcome of the game. Yep. And, and, and we I, have I that beg potential to, say, to do it. You have a, a Ingram on the team. And I beg to say, Ezekiel Ellis is a little bit better than some Ingram. <laughs> so... Really ain't no excuses. He's a lot better. Hey, we are going to touch on this offensive side of the ball here after the break where we talk about the GOAT, Tom Brady, or is he playing like the GOAT? Mm. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see when we get right back. All right, we're back, and we are going to attack this New England Patriots offense and see how they're going to attack this Cowboys defense. Um, they get a little bit of help, actually, back this uh, this Sunday with their first-round tackle. I believe he's their left tackle, Isaiah Wynn. Mm-hmm. He's a Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, the Georgia tackle who was pr- pretty talented guy, um, but he just hasn't played a lot. He was a 2018 first-round pick, and he's only played in two games. He's actually played, like, 82 snaps you know, in his career so far, which is a short-lived career. And it's not like he's been that great. Uh, But the guy that he's replacing in Marshall Newhouse was horrible. (laughs) He gave up five sacks and a ton of pressures. And that offensive line just is not that great. They're playing with a backup center as well. And at this point, they rank 24th or 25th in pass blocking win rate. So there's going to be opportunity for that 
NASCAR package to to get some pressure on Tom Brady, which, as we know, his entire career, the Achilles heel was getting pressure on Brady, right? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. Like I said, Cowboys have to play sound football. Like, to me, the Cowboys defense has to play like they played in that Saints game of 2018. That's the type of game they have to play because, to me, they were fast that game. They were all over the field. And the biggest thing they were doing, they were making the first tackle. It wasn't missed tackles in that game. And that was the key to beating the Saints. You know, they had Kamara. They had, um, you know, uh, what's They had Ingram. They had Ingram in that game. Ingram that game. Um, Who's your boy, the receiver? It'll just be killing folks like just slipped my head. Ted Ginn or oh, Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas. So they had guys, Ted Ginn as well, who could do a lot of things after the catch. And the biggest thing they were doing is once the, anybody caught the ball, boom, they were going down on the first tackle. This has to happen against the New England Patriots. There cannot be missed tackles. Bill Belichick is probably licking his chops on that screen game against us. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's he looking at he licking them chops. And But the thing is, um, it's crazy because, you know, one game they'll screen you to death and the next game they'll throw bombs on your whole game. They just see how what your weakness is and they just go try to exploit it. Well, now that Josh Gordon's gone, they're having trouble connecting deep. And and I think that's where you see uh, Tom Brady. The whole the news in the headlines uh, right now is Tom Brady's not, you know, elite this year. Uh, he's pissed off at his offensive corner. But can y'all save these headlines for another week? Can we not give this right. guy a reason to come out here and start playing like he's 26 again? Right. Like, why Why during the Cowboys week are we writing these headlines? It's ridiculous. But, I'm scared um, of him, though. No, but it's, it's at home again, 20 in a row. So what? Okay. Um, so offensively, they're running backs. Nothing to really write home about. Sony Michelle's a highly sought-after guy in fantasy, but he always disappoints. He ain't did nothing. He's uh, pretty much the plotting uh, early down runner who's I have here in my notes he's uninspiring uh he averages less than four yards per carry so he's really not really doing anything with that team and then they have Rex Burkhead who kind of does a little bit of both he he receives he runs but their best back obviously is uh White is James White who's their passing down back who has 48 receptions and he gets very uh, involved in the screen game he is their screen game you know and they will run him deep on the linebacker. So Jalen Smith, you know, LVE, Sean Lee, get ready to see to see a lot of James White in the passing game. And I have here, they use James White in, in, in the screen game creatively. It's not just play action, turn around, dump it off like we do Zeke. They're, you're going to see like six shots. <laughs> you're going to see like six shots to James White. So we got to be ready for that. And honestly, do I have confidence in that? I don't. I can't sit here and, and lie to you. I do not. I do not have confidence that Rob Marinelli and Chris Richard are going to adjust. It is they going to be up- Sanu as well, though. Yeah, Sanu's their possession guy, but still, he, he can still get deep on you. And he, and uh, you don't. If think, you yeah. let Sanu get but behind here, but here's you, my th- but here's my thing though. You have who do you think they're going to try to go after? I, I honestly, they're going to go after the linebackers. They don't have gonna... the wide receivers to, to go after anybody on the boundary, in my opinion. They're gonna okay. pluck they're gonna okay. pluck those gonna they're gonna, okay. they're gonna ping 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 okay. and Edelman. In oh, the I know they're gonna ping ping ping, but then they're gonna try to go long with dung 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 on Cheeto. That's not their offense, bro. I ain't saying that's their offense, but they still will try it. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, from the from what the ones I watched, which trick was, plays. Yes, that's also that's in my notes when I get to the receivers. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Trick plays. That's the trick too. plays is not Tom Brady dropping back and attacking. He I don't care. He doesn't have those receivers to do that. And if you and if you, you know, you look at the Eagles game, you look at the Ravens game, you, and I even went all the way back because I wanted to see how he looked with Josh Gordon. The difference, and that's the difference I've seen. They took shots with Josh Gordon. They took shit. They're not taking no shot. Now he took a long bomb against the Ravens in like the second possession, where he he was getting pressure. He just threw up a YOLO ball. It, it wasn't like it was designed. He just threw that shit up, and it was incomplete. Uh, but this offense is mostly. I'm gonna throw it five, six, seven yards, and, and hopefully they do something with it. And that's why it worries me with the linebackers because we've seen the play. What did we say the other day? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Can't get forward again or something like that. Well, two games in a row, we haven't tackled well. And guess what? We go up against the screen master in Josh McDaniels. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said they have to play like that Saints game. They have to get them on the first time because too many times when they throw that screen game, it's that first guy that misses that tackle. The next thing you know, it's a 15, 16, 17-yard game. I can see them trying to go speed up and go hurry up on us. You know what I mean? Just oh, yeah. to try to they catch us that. on guard. They're going to just feel like they're going to try to keep us off balance the whole daggone time to really negate that front that we have with Bennett, uh, Lawrence, and Quinn. Yeah, that that is a thing. That's something you, you'll notice when you watch the Patriots. They're going to get on the ball and they're going to go. We did that earlier in the year. I don't know why the Cowboys stopped doing that. We get a first down and they'll be like, hey, let's get up on the ball. Let's run something. Let's keep the pressure on them. Uh, they'll do that on you in a hurry, kind of like the Rams used to do. Uh, but here with the wide receivers, we talked about them a little bit. Julian Edelman, obviously, that's their number one guy. He's still an elite slot receiver. He's their guy they're going to target probably 11, 12 times. I, if it was me, I would put uh, Jordan Lewis on. How you feel Just about that? I yeah. had Jordan Lewis mirror him all game. Star coverage. He's your best cover guy when it comes to the slot. Why would you even... Take, put anybody uh, yeah, else on. Yeah, just mirror him. Like, hey, here it is. I mean, Anthony Brown's already out the game. I mean, he's not playing. He is, like you said, their guy on the team. We all understand it. We all know it. Everybody knows it. The whole world knows it. So, this is your guy. Uh, you, you keep Byron Jones on that side of the field, and you say, hey, mirror this dude, and we said you special. Show us. Right. This this is this, this is game. the game day where you this said you said he's special. He he has things like no other. Yeah, do it this one this is the one Jordan, but you know what Jordan Lewis he likes that you know he, I seen him t- uh, talking last week who is he talking to uh, El, uh, not El, El, uh, Amendola Amendola <laughs> he's silly he go after he, he don't care he, he don't. gonna be on his tweet after the game he gonna be talking that's what I love about my dog Jordan Lewis he it's gonna be tweeting and he gonna be talking and I know if he's tweeting he's talking on that field and we seen it when he was going after death so that's what I think him and Edelman are going to be getting all into it. Oh, they're yeah. They're going to be getting all into it in that Edelman game. talks. Edelman's a Edelman little bit of a dirty on, player, too. Yeah, Edelman talks a lot of trash. Now, when you said earlier trick plays, I have here trickster. Edelman's their trickster. They're going to throw mm-hmm. a, a pass behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to catch it, throw it to Brady or throw it down. They're going to do a double reverse to, to all their trick plays are, are through Julian Edelman. And kind of like Sean Payton, you got to be prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rob Marinelli and Chris Richard, they have to be prepared for that. If, if I had to go with the game plan, it would just be to keep everything in front. Don't don't let anything behind you because you're going to give them cheap stuff. Make this struggling offense 
go down the field on you and convert. Because let me tell you, Cowboys Nation, they are struggling mightily regardless uh, um, over the last few weeks to the entire year. They are struggling in the red zone. They are ranked number 25 in the league in red zone efficiency. So they get down there and they can't punch it in. It's probably because they don't have Gronk anymore. And he was the red zone monster. And I know Gronk had a special announcement, but it had nothing to do with coming back to the Patriots. It was the most Gronk announcement ever. He's having a beach party before the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's getting all hype. Oh, Gronk coming back. Nah, yo, we getting drunk before the Super Bowl. He ain't coming back. Why would he? He he said he, he... He played games where he couldn't even walk. This dude said he had 25 concussions. You feel me? And he couldn't walk. Couldn't, days he said, I can't get out of bed. You know what <laughs> I mean? So why would a dude who said he can't get out of bed go back to that? Yeah, no, he's not coming And you living your best life right now. Are you they, crazy? They could <laughs> use him, though, because they are. Yeah, and, I, and he said, I'm not doing that. Anybody who says I'm coming back after 25 concussions, <laughs> you, you have that CTE. You got CTE. You got CTE for real. Like, you straight up got CTE for real. That's straight up. Like, that ain't no joke. He said if you come like, back. Bro. Yeah, that ain't no joke. That's real. Here, drug test him immediately. For real, dog. Like, who would do that? Like, no after way. you retire from the NFL, like, I seen Witten come back. But he, to me, he's an exceptional rule. He's not, was not physical. Like no crump. And I think and, that and was, ain't dumb. He ain't gonna tell the world he had twenty five concussions. Yeah, but he what you could see where where was wing kicker cussed all the time. Like Grunk played all out. Yeah, he was a wild man. He was a wild dude when he played. That's why the concussions came. Yeah, yeah. Well, after Julian Edelman, they the receivers we touched on is Sanu, and the other one is Neil Harry, the rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both of them are actually still getting acclimated to this team. Because as we know, Sanu was traded for. He's only been there for a few weeks. And Neil Harry was on the IR. He's just getting back. But Sanu is their trusted possession wide receiver. A few weeks ago, he had 10 receptions. Um, and he'll he's strong, man. We, we've seen Sanu. We all know Sanu. He's a productive. That's who I'm, I know Edelman. But to me, Sanu is the guy I feel. I just feel have a weird feeling about him. That's why I mentioned to him, him to you. Just have a weird feeling about him this game. I don't know why. Uh, but just keep your eye on him, Cowboys. Yeah, you're right. He, he he's somebody that Tom he just trusts. He's just sneaky. He he's just, good. I feel like he have one of those sneaky games. He's got to be a sneaky guy to get a nine catch, 103, four yard, 110. You know, he's a sneaky guy. For a, a team that hasn't allowed the outside receivers to do stuff like that, if that happens, you can forget about this game. I'm just telling you that right now. If if Sanu goes off within the framework of this offense, that means a lot of people are doing pretty well in this offense. We just watched Jeff Driscoll um, pretty much do pretty good against this team. But if like we talked about the other day, it wasn't the outside wide receivers. I mean, uh, what's the kid's name? Galladay had one reception, five targets. Uh, Marvin still, Jones have four receptions. They still um, do have Benjamin Watson, don't they? Yeah, you know what's funny about Ben Watson? I mean, he hasn't been productive as a tight end for them, but we're, we're he's he's a veteran. He's played on the team. He's savvy. But but it's so weird because they do a lot of pre-snap motion, and a lot of it is with Ben Watson. Uh, they, he blocks very well. Um, he's crafty, and he's still got hands. He made a, some clutch catches last uh, week against the Eagles. Um, I, again, I think offensively where it's going to come down to is Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady versus Rob Marinelli and Chris Rashard. 
And, and here's why I say Tom Brady, because we saw it last week and you talked about it and Brian Broaddus talked about it. These guys change things up from series to series. They're not just going to be stubborn and say, ah, shucks, we almost had it. If we just had this block, we're going to go out here and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. Nah. If they see that, you know what? On second and four or second and six, uh, Rob Marinelli is sending his guys on a twist stunt or on a slant right. We're going to run a play action. <laughs> yeah, we're going to expose it. You know, so so you can't do that. You can't come out. You're going to have to play this chess match right with Josh McDaniels as well. Can't be stubborn. That's the problem. Like I said, when you know, I said earlier this week about a couple of days ago, I said the problem I feel like with the Cowboys, when even I told you how Broadus had brought that out about series to series, is how the Cowboys, Cowboys stay stubborn in what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they don't try to adjust. And if they do, they do it too late when the game is getting out of hand or it's, it's almost too late to make those adjustments. And that's the frustrating part. You see something that's not working or you see there's something that's going on. You see they're kind of, they're seeing our tendencies, switch it up so they don't see that stuff anymore because now you're going to get exposed quickly. Now, now I didn't really say too much about Tom Brady because his resume speaks for itself, right? But this year, you kind of got to throw that resume out because Tom Brady is not, he's not this top three, four quarterback right now. He, he's, he's showing some age. The arm strength isn't all the way there. Uh, his mobility, which he never really had, is gone. Absolutely gone. Oh, yeah. Where where he struggles, as we've all known for his career, is when he gets pressure in his face. Especially in that middle. And he'll drop. He'll just drop. You, you ever see Toy Story? Yeah, he, he, yeah he don't. Nah, he, Andy's he, toys. Andy's coming. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly he, what Tom Brady does. <laughs> he be sliding. He made sure he ain't getting hit. He made sure that old body ain't getting hit by nobody. Mm-mm. Yeah, he might be 42 and still playing, but that's an old body. If that old body takes some good shots, old body ain't getting up. He had, I watched, when I was watching the Ravens game over, he, he had Michael now, Pierce. Michael Pierce was coming down on him. Michael Pierce, y'all, is like 340 pounds. One of them dudes, Michael Pierce or Brandon Williams, one of those defense tackles with the Ravens is huge. Boy, when he got through that line, he dropped in, in, a, in a <laughs> position. He said, I'm not getting, you're not breaking my bones. I mean, I got the TB12 going on, but I'm not trying to put that in the effect here. On I'm, I'm good. I'm trying to uh, He balled up, didn't he? He balled right on up. Don't hit me. <laughs> Don't hit me. But that's that's what happens, and we got we the Cowboys have the defensive line to to do that. Uh, Michael Bennett, homecoming game sorts, right? <laughs> a little bit of a homecoming game coming back. Um, we have Robert Quinn, Malik Collins is number three in the league in pass uh, pass rush win rate for defensive tackles. That's impressive. And He's always I, been a good pass rusher. Yeah, this when we send out that package, when it's you know it's definitely going to be a a pass. I got a feeling they're just going to say, screw this. We're throwing a screen. I, I don't see him having time. I know Isaiah Wynn is back, but Isaiah Wynn is a young guy in his first test back in his third career game is against Robert Quinn. Oh, man. Good luck. Snake? <laughs> the Cobra? <laughs> He's going to get all up on you. That's what I said. Hey, you know, Cowboys, that's what I said, man. Um, I said it on my page earlier today, the game is going to be won by the defense. I said on my page earlier today, I said in that front seven is going to win the game for us. If the Cowboys are going to win this game, it's got to be that front seven. 
I mean, I agree. Period. I will agree with you. I have to agree with you 100%. Um, offensively, it, it may be a struggle game. I don't think it's going to be an explosive. Dak's right. going to throw for 400. Zeke Elliott, that's not going to happen. No. Dak will probably throw for maybe 200. You know what I'm saying? Zeke, if he get 100, it's going to be a hard 100. You get what this, I'm saying? This, this game the, is going to be run on our front seven, man. This type of game as a Cowboy fan. A dirty game. Yeah, you can't. You just say, listen, I don't care how dirty. you guys get it done. This I don't care dirty. if if you throw three interceptions. I don't care. It, just get out here with the win. win. Get out with the win. Dirty. You, you have a chance to separate yourself because earlier in the day the Eagles play the Seahawks, and you know I think that's an advantage to the Cowboys. You know why? Because if they lose, I feel like Jason Garrett should approach this game with an with an all reckless in. abandon. Oh yes, just, just reckless. go all in. Like I don't give a hell. He needs to come in there. I mean, personally, I think he still needs to come in there. Like, regardless, I think he needs to come in there. Like, I don't give up. Yeah. But the reason why I say that is that if you lose, right, it's nothing changes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. So why not come like that anyways? If you do lose this game, it's the AFC. That's huge. It's the AFC. Okay. And you're still undefeated in the division. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just you're still I, undefeated in the division, and at the end of the day, that's how we're going to get in the playoffs. So well, that's yeah, the key. Yeah, there's not going to be no wild card. That's so. what I'm saying. That's the key. So if you, here's the thing, Skywalker, if you lose this game, right, it hurts because you're in the loss column, but it's not killing you in the NFC. It's not killing you in your division. So why not go crazy all out regardless? I say. If the Eagles lose this game, I think he should come in like that. But if they win it, I don't think he should just be reckless. Man. No, okay. no. We got to win this game. Okay. <laughs> and I think you – because you feel, you figure if you're reckless, you have more of a chance to lose. And you don't want to do that. So, but, then, so what? Just tell him, man, you man, – I'm not saying come in here and be conservative. conservative. No, I'm not saying come in and be saying, conservative. Then? You can take calculated risk uh, – within a regular game approach. But I'm saying, here's what I'm saying. Eagles out. lose. We, we're, we're kicking off. Jason Garrett, kick, first care. play you know of the game. What? You know what? Don't listen to him, Skywalker. Don't, Sky, uh, Jason Garrett, don't listen to Skywalker right now. Go <laughs> go nutty regardless. Go nutty regardless. Go all out because guess what? Everybody's looking for you to – this is – you know when they be talking to Dak Prescott like I talked to him in the camera. Dak Prescott, do you if you listen to me do this, I'm telling you, Jason Garrett, you listen to anything, go nutty. Go nutty. Whether the Eagles win or whether the Eagles lose, go in there. Leave it like, all out. I don't man. give a hell who Bill Belichick is. I don't give a hell who the New England Patriots is. We don't give a hell about your win streak or your Ooh. stadium. We're going to come up in your house and whoop your monkey tass. Hey, hey, hey uh, Jason Garrett, I'm looking at the camera right over you. Jason Garrett, play this back. Play that back <laughs> to the players. You feel me? Like, no, I don't care God. about no Patriots. That's how y'all need to come in there. You feel me? Y'all need, they need to come. That's what we've been waiting for these Cowboys to do. They tease us. We got the talent. We need to come in there and start smacking fools. That's the only way we're going to get respect up in this league. People be looking at us like, yeah, you talented, but we can whoop y'all. That's what teams look at us. You can't say they don't. You well, hear it around because the league. who are head coaches. That's, that's what exactly I'm why. saying. So that's why you need to come with that, dog. Come with that fire and come with that. I don't care who you are. We're going to come in there. We're going to do whatever we want. We're going to try this. We're going to try that. And we're going to see what's, what's going to happen. And if it don't happen, we're going to try this. 
yeah, like you said, be flexible with it. Don't be hard headed. Okay, just stop. So it, it's got to be. Is Jason Garrett that type of guy that he can be able to adjust on the fly? We're gonna. I want to see it. Do well, it. We know he ain't. But but my thing I is, know, but maybe 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 he might show some. Maybe this I is don't a no. This is a kitchen sink game. You gotta throw the kitchen sink. That's game. what I'm saying. So it got to be all out regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up with our bold predictions in this game. We did bold predictions last week. Want to do bold predictions this week? And, and you know, uh, in my opinion, you already got one, and that's we gonna win the game. So Hell yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people are picking the upset though because they're trying to jump on the bandwagon. They keep saying it's such. It would be such a Cowboys thing to do to go to New England and win. Would it? I mean, it would. How? And the reason why, you know why they say that? Because the Cowboys will play and struggle against the Detroit Lions team and then going in the Patriots and beat them. And then if we play the sorry team the next week, we'd lose to them. That's how the Cowboys do. Well, if, if they believe that's a Cowboy thing to do, then it didn't do it. Because I, I don't think it's a Cowboy thing to do. I, the last time we did something like that was in 2009. You know, that's 10 years ago. How is this a Cowboy thing to do to go up against a team like this on the road and win? I mean, because we played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that was a huge. Oh, game. but they, they weren't. Were, they were like they only and, lost what? What? What was no, our records? They weren't good. What was our records? They were four and five, I think, at the time. Man, they you were sure? four and four. Were they? they were oh, five hundred. Like yeah, they won on a streak after we whooped that ass, but they were four hundred at the time, or five hundred at the time. We played a couple good teams that year in twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Vikings was good. Like, no, they weren't that great. Uh, we played the Vikings. Yes, they were that 20, year. 2016? 20, 2017, they were good. They remember they won like 12 and 4, lost to the Eagles, and the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Let's not talk about that. But yeah. my, my point is 9 and 1, big game like this. Like we went up to a win streak. There was undefeated. Sean Payton, Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like Bill Belichick, a win streak on the road. That that That's equivalent. And we haven't done anything like that since 2009. So such a Cowboys thing to do. I don't get that. But if that's what you want to call it. I think think they're calling the context of the Cowboys are known to struggle against a sorry team. And then when they play a really good team, they'll play like a game where you're like, damn, that's the Cowboys you want to see. I think that's where they're angling in it. That's where they're taking that angle. Well, the Cowboys, yeah, this is what we want to see. We want to see this Cowboys team. Like, everybody, like, this is the Cowboys team we want to see. And then next week, you're like, man, see, that's what the Cowboys do. It would be a hell of a statement win. But do you have a statistical ball prediction, per se, uh, in this game? I got one for you. You go with yours first. Okay. I Now, I talked all this mess about we need to establish the run and and if we can't have Dak Prescott throw for 40 times 400 yards and blah 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 blah. but my bold prediction is actually in the passing game I know you said your man is hobbled but it's something about uh Amari Cooper you know manning up to these challenges Mm -hmm. so I think Amari Cooper and and Stefan Gilmore is going to be a heavyweight battle over there and he bests him the passing game may not throw for 400 yards or 350 yards, but I think you'll get a two, 225 game out of uh, Dak and a 175-yard game out of Amari Cooper. I think like you well, said. He, he getting all of it. He getting off, yes. It's going to be Amari. He getting all of it. Yeah. Amari. Yeah. Amari, I think Amari Cooper goes off in this game because like you said they're going to attack Zico Elliott, and I think that's going to leave, leave holes for Amari. And here's why. This is such a Bill Belichick thing to do. We're not going to put Gilmore on him all the time. All right? No, 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 no. 
we're going to put Gilmore on Gallup, <laughs> and then we're going to double-team Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Problem is, Amari can find them hoes, and I think he's going to find them, and I think Amari Cooper's going to go off. How, whatever you want to call going off, 175, 150, two touchdowns, whatever, I think Amari Cooper goes off. That's my bold prediction. What's I like that. Prediction? I mean, I'm going to keep it real. I think I don't got one. I just got, we're going to beat them. <laughs> because, I, I just, honestly, I'm, I, that is both. I, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Like, I'm not going to fake it. I'm not going to make up. Oh, okay. Robert Quinn, he's going to get three sacks. I just don't feel it in my heart. Only thing I feel is we're going to go up in there and beat them. That's bold enough, brother. That's bold you know what I'm saying? They haven't, we, they haven't lost in 20 games. Just going to go up there and beat them. I circled I like this a long time ago. I said two weeks ago that I felt like we were going to beat them. I don't know how we're going to beat them. I just felt it, and I'm just going to stick with it. And y'all better just prove me right, Cowboys, because I'm I'm saying come, I'm coming with house money on y'all fools today. That, this is that type of game, house money. Put it all in there. All, all in. in. Put all them daggone chips in, dog. This, Like you said, this needs to be a signature win for Jason Garrett. This needs to be a win where – you can. I mean, this would still gonna, be the signature people win. Are still, people are still going to talk for real because you can win this and not do jack pool in the playoffs, and ain't nobody going to kill it, give a hell. Oh yeah, this isn't Patriots. his Super Bowl, no. But but this would be um, the to biggest me, win of his career. Th- to me, besides the biggest win of his career, to me up until this time, if he if they win this game, would be the Seattle game in 2014. Oh, when they went up to Seattle, yeah, that's, yes, that's that that was to me his. To, if he had a signature win. win, that was his signature win for me. And if you want to be honest, because that put us back on the map to me. And if you want to be honest, what did he really? What, 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 I know that, but you get what I'm not saying <laughs> I, he did. Feel, but I, you felt you in, at the time you, in his we tenure, were, that is his signature win. Yes, totally. Everybody agree. remembers that game about us. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That is the signature because win. they were damn good. Yeah. At that time, still Legion of Boom. Yeah, they were uh, damn still good. Twelve. Yes, it, it, on the road. Yeah, yeah. on the road, you and they what? hadn't lost. They didn't. They, they hadn't lost at home in a long time. Maybe that's the one after the Saints game. Maybe that's the one after after we think that one. You might be right there. Remember, I said the Saints was the last time something like that happened. Mm. No, I think 2014 against Seattle might be the last. I which is still five years ago. But, yeah, but that's that was to me though. That was huge to me. That put the Cowboys back. To me, that put our Cowboys back, back. To me, that's that's when I felt Cowboys are back. Yeah, we took a lot of years of getting back. I felt we were back, and I felt like we could stay now because they had enough young talent. I felt like that was just a win. That was a huge win for the Cowboys. No, you're absolutely right. Well, let's hope that Jason Garrett, you know, gets his absolute signature win. There's nothing you can dispute if you go up oh, to Foxborough. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you beat them. You know what you got to do even if you don't like Jason Garrett. Even if you think that the, the players came out and, and they won the game in spite of Jason Garrett, you got to tip your hat. Yeah, we got to give him his props. Got to give him his props. Well, alright, Cowboys Nation. Uh, we will be back here for you Tuesday. Yeah, man. We'll be talking about that victory. Oh, I love it. I love it. You I feel love me? It's we'll be confidence. talking about that. And we'll be having, we'll be like, man, that was crazy. You said it, though, big game. <laughs> remember, remember, you record this, okay? Remember, you record this. And you, you said it, big game. You said it was going to happen. Like I'm, I'm going to do it like my boy, uh, Law Nation. And remember, <laughs> you said it first. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to say it, dog. <laughs> and I said it a long time for anybody else. So y'all can jump on my train if you want to. I hope so, cause you know what you know what I'm gonna do if we get this dub. I'm, I'm gonna just open the show and say the floor is yours. 
Yeah. <laughs> the I'm going to walk in with my Dolomite, Pimp Pan, all that. Dolomite. Dolom, dolomite up in here, dog. Dolomite. <laughs> dolomite. <laughs> Feel me? If you ain't seen that movie, you got to see that movie. Got to go see it. That was awesome. I got with Shaft. Make sure you check us out. We're going to upload this thing. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, all that. We out here, man. Anchor. Yeah. Check us out. All right. Appreciate y'all. And on behalf of Big Game James, I'm Skywalker Steel. We out. Peace. Peace.